Yes, indeed. We are here with, well, introduce yourself, sir. This is Pat from Sonin, Main Metal. Yes, we are here with Pat from Sonin. You may just tune in. You're listening to the Killogic Effect. You can find us lurking around all your favorite social media networks. I, I apologize for the mess. Um, <laughs> uh, how is it going, brother? Main Metal. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's alive and well, man. It's uh, it's, it's going it's going good. A little hectic right now with the whole. CD release, video release, going on the radio, trying to juggle family, job, you know, all that stuff, all that good stuff, but it's all good. Right. good. You guys have been really busy. Uh, you got the, uh, the the new track out right now. Now, anybody that doesn't know, um, you can go right over to that Facebook right now and uh, pre-order the album and um, get a uh, a track in the meantime. You know, to hold to hold you over. Now it's uh, it's officially coming out uh, the twenty third. The twenty third next Thursday. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. See, I got that. Good DJ. Good DJ. <laughs> So yeah, we just got we actually just got the physical CDs today, which we're very nice. happy by. They're beautiful. So you'll be getting one in the mail. Awesome. I was gonna ask you if you guys are doing physicals because nowadays, um, you know, that's uh, you know, even uh, bigger bands sometimes aren't doing like big, big, uh, you know, things of physicals. So it would make sense that uh, you know, uh, smaller indie bands or whatever uh, could go either way. But I. Uh, I myself call me old fashioned, but uh I still uh I love uh the physical media when it can uh, happen and I think uh it's one of them things that uh um people tend to uh um you know get complacent about or whatever or uh it's one of them things you don't uh, know what you got until it's gone. <laughs> You're right, you know, I'm old school too and I just you know, I I consider every C D that I got, you know, a trophy and I get it up on my CDK you know rack you know I may not look at it all the time but I know it's up there and you know one day I'll pull it down and look at all the artwork and you know that's reminisce it. about the old uh, the old days you know going to the store and buying you know a cassette tape and you know cherishing it it's like the same thing you know and I, I, I agree it's, I think it's like the newer generation is just all that digital you know, the track right now and I listen to it on you know on my phone and that's it but Ah, uh, God, I remember, you know, I remember when I was a little kid, just listening to my brother's albums, like, he would, I'd be like seven years old, and he'd sit me down in front of his stereo, kick-ass stereo with a turntable, and he'd put on, you know, like, Kansas, Left Overture, and I'd sit there and look at that album and listen yeah. to it, and just, just could be completely lost in it. Oh, I love that, I love that, you know, you know that, with Scorpions and all that stuff, man, it was just magic <laughs> well yeah see i i grew up the, the the same way and i mean i remember you know my my father had a ton of albums and stuff and you know i always had like the the whenever he would you know re-up his stereo or whatever and get you know newer stuff i would get the the leftover so i was this little kid with these you know great big stereo systems you know yeah. and but he would put these great i'd be a little kid and he'd put these great big headphones on and on my head and you know he'd hand me the album and you know i would just like sit there and listen to like you know black sabbath or you know deep purple um you know whatever you know he'd be playing you know a lot of aerosmith stuff like that and um 
you know, and that's that's really it. it uh, I, I don't know. It's how I connected with uh, yeah. with it and connected with the band, and you you felt like you had like kind of a piece of them a, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And oh yeah, absolutely. And I I, I feel like that's lost today with the uh, you know. And it, it, look, it's a double edged sword because it's it's so much nicer you can get your stuff out there to a mass audience a lot quicker and a lot easier but there's something lost in that experience when people are just track by tracking your album you know it's like just you know they they just listen to one song you know what i'm saying it's like you know a track at a time or whatever that's cool and all um plays mean something either way but when you don't have the album or whatever. It's like that. That is, that is yeah. a little lost. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it used to be an experience. You know, you put the album on, listen to the whole thing. You know, and you'd have to listen to the whole thing, or else you know. And now with cassettes, you kind of have to listen to the whole thing, or else you have to rewind and right. fast forward. And, yeah, cassettes you know? forced you to, and you know, because you you were always kind of lazy, but yeah, fuck it, <laughs> just listen. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just but, listen uh, to it. Now, yeah, um, but just look, that and artwork, you know, you, yeah. like the artwork, I think is so important, man. It's like you can just get lost in, in you know listening to it and looking at the artwork, I and mean, it just it's an experience, man. Exactly. Um, you know, a, a lot of bands went full uh-huh. on with artwork, or it would. Um, one thing that you know people. Uh, tend to overlook or whatever again get complacent about is being able to pull out and have a lyric sheet and be able to to sing along or oh wow that's what they're you know and it's um that's a that's a different thing too being able to sit and read the album as it's being played um that was always you know how they used to do the lyric sheets right on the side of the album inlay you know it was like that was usually the you know the thing that the album was in was uh usually the uh the lyric sheet or whatever that's just always that that was one of the things that i always look forward to whenever i would like pull out if they had like the lyrics or whatever that was always wicked cool and you know a lot of times today that that doesn't happen at all you know yeah, and one of my favorite things about the lyrics is like you read along with the lyrics, and then it would tell you who does the solo. If there's two guitarists, you know, right? <laughs> That's lost now. You know, you don't see that anymore. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. It's it's funny. There there is like uh, even with all the uh, the the info that you can include. Uh, with uh digital there is something lost with the whole digital experience um yeah you know as much as we've gained in one area you know or a lot of areas i should say we've you know we've kind of lost in some and you know i I, you know that's why i'm always appreciative when um when bands do physical copies because it's almost and at some points become a niche thing (laughs) you know it's like why 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 are you making physical you know it's i watched like even when you go to like uh uh walmart and stuff like that uh that like the 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 music sections of the physical media is getting smaller and smaller um it's being overtaken obviously with like uh you know movies and uh you know more gaming stuff or whatever but it just it's like wow 
the, the physical media is just not as as uh, much of a thing for and you can tell it's generational though you know and yeah. I I also see though like uh, with with uh, personally um, with like my son um, you know, I was able to show him like vinyl, and he appreciates. Vinyl. He's collecting records, and he doesn't even have a record player. So that shows the appreciation that he has. The first time he was able to have that experience of listening to an album that we had got him of his favorite artist, and then pull the album apart, and you know all the all the goodies that come with having an album. Um, and of course, it was like a double album, so that was even a bonus, you know. And right. watching him have that experience, it was like having the experience myself all over again for the first time. <laughs> Seeing him, you know, and it, from that moment on, he started, you know, I, he's not like out just like, you know, at the thrift stores like we would be or whatever getting records. He's He orders ones from his favorite. He collects in that way, you know. And it's cool that they're making vinyl and stuff for the new generation as well because there are a great deal of them that do um, appreciate the physical media and and especially you know vinyl and stuff um, where we uh, can get a a nice quality vinyl I mean even at Books A Million they're selling some decent albums they got a whole record section I was really surprised but um yeah, yeah. But, but but enough about the, the personal things um <laughs> Tell me a bit about Sonin. Now, how, how did you guys how did you guys form? I mean, I know you're in the, the, the deep underbellies of Maine. I, oh, cold, <laughs> gritty, harsh beauty of Maine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, um, yeah. Tell me, tell me uh, a bit about uh, how you guys got started and all that good stuff. Well, I've been around. I've been around a while. I've been around. I've been in probably five or six bands, and I I was in Connecticut and Rhode Island. I had a couple of bands down there. And I moved up here with my wife and been out of the music scene for a little while, but then I got the itch again, and then you know, I found a couple of people around here, and my neighbor right next door to me, um, you know, I was playing with this other guy, and he heard us jamming. I didn't even know him, and he came up, came up into my band room. He says, oh, my God, you guys are awesome. <laughs> He's like, oh, wow, who, who are you? He said, oh, oh, wait a minute, you're my neighbor. And he came up, he's like, he's like yeah, I play guitar too. I'm, I listen to black metal all the time. I was like, what? He was like, I, I thought he was listening to, like, you know, smooth jazz over there. I could have swore, but he was listening <laughs> Right? Anyway, so it's a small world, and uh, he ended up being our bass player. And uh, and then we found, you know, another guitar player, and, you know, another, and then I was singing for that last band, and then. Yeah, the drummer was really good, but he moved away back to Ohio. So then we started a new band, and that's Sonin. And that's that was this bass player, that was my neighbor. And then we found, you know, like I said, we found another, another guitar player, and then we actually found a singer that could take my place so I could play, go back to playing guitar. And then, you know, it's all, all from there. We got, you know, it was two years ago, this June, I think, that we started Sonin, so... And you know, it's, wow. it's a good thing. We've had a couple lineup changes in between, but right now we're we're solid. We've got solid five piece again, and nice. we're ready to go. You know, <laughs> our next gig is not until September, and you know, because of the COVID thing, we right. don't have to do a Understandably. show. But yeah, 
but we're we're primed for that. We're we're, all, we're looking forward to that that show. That's going to be a, a great weekend up there at the uh, the herd flock. Yes. Uh. Now that that's something that is really now. Um, uh, Joan Wagner has uh, um, basically yeah uh, taken control of all the uh, the herd flock uh, stuff and. There couldn't be a better person to be doing that. Um, he's uh, a staple in the music scene up there, and uh, he he deserves a lot of credit for um, a lot of the, the the bands and everything that he gets and shows that he pulls together um, Absolutely. to really help highlight you know a lot of the awesome music that's up in the New England area, and most notably uh, Maine. Um, Absolutely. The, the the scene up there is incredible. I mean, I know uh, growing up there or whatever, um, I'm uh, probably a little biased, but um, even, you know, traveling the country, living in Florida, um, and looking, looking, it has a, a, a distinct sound and a distinct scene um, all on its own overall. Um, that uh, it it isn't you know it's it isn't like any other that I've seen. I mean I've you know even uh, in lower parts of New England, Maine really kind of stands out um, with uh, with its band and its camaraderie. Um, the, yeah, the people up there and the family um, type of mentality that all the bands have together is. Um, like nothing I've ever seen, um, and I, you know, and that it's not that's not to put other scenes down or anything because you know I've been to a, a lot of shows. It ain't like I'm seeing you know dickheads or whatever, but it's just sometimes people come in, they do their thing, they leave, you know, and that's not like that a lot in Maine, and you know, it's like uh, people are always trying to help out and everything in the uh, you know in the whole music um, network up there. And, uh, that is very, very true. Very true. And uh, it, it it makes it um, more pleasant, I'll say, to be in a in a music scene um, when it's like that because there's a lot of music scenes that are you know pretty harsh and uh, um, you know rough going, I'll say, um, with the way that uh, venues are and the way that uh, bands are to each other. And up in Maine, it's it's. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> it's a good thing, definitely. Now, uh, oh, another place I want to mention real quick, uh, speaking of uh, uh, peeps to mention, is uh, Alan over there at uh, Live at 212. Um, yeah. They talk about, I mean, there's never any cover or anything, um, and there's always just awesome music, and that is uh, one place that tries its damnedest to uh, um, get music heard and get out there, and it's always a great time at that place, always. Yeah, you gotta love it, definitely. Smaller places like that, love it. So, now you guys already have 
um, the first um, single out. Now I have that um, here, which I had uh, I had done a little video on, and uh, I was I was a big fan of the button that holds the CD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but um, little things like that, I was like, man, because I've been so used to um, a lot of uh, the CDs or whatever. I love the packaging or whatever, but it will fail right at what holds the CD in. That little that little spot will like fall apart, and that button was like heavy duty. <laughs> it was, it's like super duper. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That um, that that packaging we got it done at Atomic Disc, and you can find them online. But they did a really good job, and it's it's like eco friendly. It's um, I think it's that plastic for that particular CD was uh, made out of recycled bottles. So oh, nice. Um, yeah, no wonder it's yeah. so friggin' rugged. <laughs> right, it can't go anywhere. Jesus, I was like, man, I'm gonna break this damn thing trying to get it up. <laughs> It's all well because I'm so used to like once you take it out or whatever they you know the thing the little tab the little tiny tab things will break and it's just you know it sucks because the rest of it will be like a total awesome package you know the way it's all set you can tell work was put into it you know and it's like but it has to you know fall apart right at that you know and I was like wow I'm a fan of this button <laughs> already the album gets an A plus and and not to mention it had some kick ass music on it now um, how how did you uh, get all that done and was it anything um, similar to the way you did this this new stuff uh, the other one is the same you know um, I just we did it all here by uh, practice space uh, nest up in my garage and uh, you know the first one was a learning process I probably would have did some things a little different with the first one but that was you know it's a demo right and, uh, you know we were happy with it but um, this new one we had like this whole uh, COVID thing came around right after we tracked the drums so I got to spend a lot of time with the track a ton of time and I I did the bass tracks on it, and I did the guitar, tra- the rhythm guitar tracks, and a couple leads, and I got to spend a lot of time just putting all the songs together and made sure they flow the way they should. And then, you so know, you took after, advantage of the the time you had. That's awesome, right? And then after the whole social distancing thing let up a little bit, you know, we started having practices again. Or actually, no, I had I had the guitarist, the other guitarist, come in, Jason. And he put down his lead tracks and, and rhythms too. And you know, we he stood on the other side of the room and wore a mask. <laughs> I, I was over on my side of the room running the controls, and we got that done. And then we had our singer Andy come in, and he did you know, did the vocals pretty much the same way. But you know, there's no mask. With that. Right? Yeah, that would kind of yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting and screaming all over the place. So that would be funny. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do, you know. But right, it, you exactly. know, it turned out, out good because we spent a lot of time, a lot of time on it. Well, yeah, that's that's cool that. Um it was almost like uh, you know well it's the silver linings I guess of the whole thing and kind of uh, worked out for the best in a lot of ways yep absolutely yeah and we got I got to put a couple couple things that I probably wouldn't have put on there um, I have a couple intros to uh, the songs that I I didn't even write at the time but I had so much time on my hands I was like 
no, this would be pretty cool here if we did a little intro here and I worked on it and then, you know, we plugged it in there and plugged another one, you know, on another song. So it's, it's more, you know, going back to the experience, you know, with the artwork, listening to the whole album, got the intros to the songs and, you know, it worked out good. We're happy with it. That's awesome. So, um, tell everybody about, um, like, where they can, where they can get hooked up and all that good stuff. Well, right now, I mean, you go to our Facebook page and then it takes you to our Bandcamp page and we got our, now we have Hammer and Anvil on there because we got our lyric video out. So that one's for free on there and then you can pre-order the album on Bandcamp right now exclusively. Um, we're going to get it on other platforms as soon as time will allow, but, you know, right now it's, <laughs> I'm working on it. Working right, on it. right. But you'll be able to get digital on there and you can get physical copies, pre-order them on Bandcamp too, so. That's awesome. Yep. So, so what else is, is on the, uh, on the to-do list for Sonin? Well, right now we are, um, we have we brought a new bass player on. He's brand new. His name's Ian, and he's a diehard. It's this dude. He heard that we needed a bass player, and he's all the way up. He's two and a half hours away up in Presque Isle, and uh, he's lived up there his whole life, I believe. And you know, he heard our stuff, and he heard that we needed a bass player, and he came and tried out. And we're like, well, you know, he's pretty far away. He uprooted his whole <laughs> his whole deal and moved down here to Holden to be in the stand. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so he's, his whole family's up there and he found an you know, apartment down here, found a job. You know, he got rid of, he quit his other job up there and he, he moved down here, got another job and he, he lives probably five minutes down the road from me now. <laughs> I think he's dedicated, <laughs> man. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's, I mean, I don't care how good you are. If you're, you know, if you're going to be at every practice and you're dedicated you know, I love you. Yeah. That's all I want. And, and, and no drugs. I don't need any drugs, man. Right, no hard right. Hard drugs. Hard drugs are not cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deal breaker with this band, that's for sure. Yeah, well, that's what's destroyed so many bands. And, I mean, that, that stuff that needs to be, you know, e even legal stuff needs to be held under control. I mean, because, you know, even drinking has destroyed you know, many yeah. a musician and many of a, you know, and it's it's uh, one of them ready available things that helps take the edge off and, you know, really uh, can help in a lot of situations, um, but easily lead to, uh, um, you know, a not so good place. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, well, it's good that you got, you know, a, a mind, you know, for that stuff, too, because, you know, um, that is something that needs to be uh, paid attention to and can be easily, you know, um, like I said, yeah, it can just easily get a whole band screwed up, and you don't want to ever do oh. that. Oh, yeah, you know. Now, we got a good crew now. Everybody's, everybody's cool. Steve on drums just tears it up, and he's... You know, he's, he's dedicated, to, you know, he's the co-founder co with me. And then, you know, Andy is, is awesome. They're, they're all they're all good. They're all good. Steve, Andy, Jason, Ian, we're psyched for the future, that's for sure. That's awesome. Now, what yeah. date is the, uh, is the uh, Hurt Flock 
Oh, it's I got it September. right here over here, actually. It's September 18th and 19th. Now you got Are you guys uh, now? Green Jelly is on that. Yes. Bill this year, that yeah. is way awesome, dude. Absolutely. It's been a while since I've. Uh, um, yeah, it's September 18th through the 20th. Yep. Um, herd flock fought. Wow. That's so nuts. But yeah, it's so cool. He's got uh he's got green jelly on the bill. And you know, it's just another example of him, you know, getting, you know, bands on bills together to highlight other bands. I mean, there's gonna be, you know, a, um a lot of people that are gonna wanna see uh Green Jelly. I didn't even know that they were still even playing music. So that shows how out of the loop I am with that scene. Um, I, I wasn't even no, I I really wasn't even aware that uh, Green Jelly was uh, still active. I mean, I knew that they were still a thing. I just didn't know that they were still doing like you know shows or whatever. I had never seen um, you know flyers or anything for them. So this is uh, this is cool. I can't wait to see uh, vids and stuff like that. Definitely wish I could be there for that one. Yep. I think if there's money to be made, I think anybody will stick around and come back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if there's a buck to be made, we'll be there. <laughs> so, with, with that being said, um, what uh, what do you think about the, uh, the music industry? Here's a heavy question for, whoa, what the hell's going on here? What do you, uh, how do you feel about the way the, uh, with the digital markets and all that? And now, because you are doing a, uh, a physical release, um, and I got other bands that do, um, you know, vinyl and, you know, tons of physical release, and they, um, it's always, it, it, Right now is a pretty uh, precarious time in all areas because doing live shows and and selling merch is kind of, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you really kind of got to lean on the digital market and kind of be thankful it's there. But, um, you know, I mean, what, what what's your what's your view on all that? Because there's going to be a lot of, like, you know, venues and everything that are that are hurting and um, this is going to be a really uh, sticky time. So, yeah. Uh, well, it, you know, it's it is it's sad for you know live music. Obviously, you know, for the bigger bands, you know, I, I see they're they're applying for the paycheck assistant program. They're they're making money because they can't go out go out and tour anymore. And right, just, you know. But you know, for us us little guys, you know, we're we're still brand new, pretty much, and. I think it's I times think. like these that really do kind of highlight the digital aspect and that we do, you know, have that 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it was, if this happened, what, 25, 30 years ago, <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, I mean, if you're a, you're a little band, it's not going to happen. You know, you're just going to play you know, for yourself and nobody's going to hear your stuff because you can't get it out to the store that nobody can go into. Exactly. <laughs> you know, at least you can throw it up on the internet and hopefully somebody hears it there, you know, anywhere. Well, yeah, I remember that's how I found independent bands and local music a lot, was like at places like Bull Moose and stuff, when they would have, right. you know, I mean, I was into the to the indie scene up there from, you know, from when I was a youngin', but um, I, uh, I found, you know, all sorts of bands through stores like that from, you know, tapes and stuff that bands would sell, because there wasn't any... You know, you didn't have your music online. There wasn't even, you know, online bulletin boards to put music that was readily available. You know what I'm saying? It's just... Oh, yeah. No, I, re I remember that clearly. I remember going to the store, going to the, the record store, or, you know, music store, and going there with my buddies and, you know, <laughs> go in there and just go look at the artwork on these metal albums and don't know anything about them. Just look at the artwork and look at the name. It's like... All right, I'm going to spend the ten dollars that I have, and I'm going to buy this. Right. Just uh, just on looks alone, and then and then you pop it in, and you just hope for the best. And you know, a lot of times you love it, and sometimes you you know it's like, eh, I don't know. But you still you would love it because you bought it and you chose it. <laughs> right. It, it's still, and it's like one of them albums that you know, even if you don't listen to it, you don't get rid of it. You know, because you still have this. Exactly. You still have this yeah. connection to it, so it's like, you know, why do you even have this album? Because it's mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> I bought it. <laughs> yeah. I put my I put my money into it, and I put my time into it, listening to it. So, you know, it, it's mine. <laughs> and I well, and I remember too, like. You know, from from a younger age. Now, I I had you know helped throw a lot of um, shows back in the day. Even you know, in Twisted Roots and Tripe, and um, there's just a ton of bands. Uh, Cradle to Grave, all that. You know, I had um, you know doing shows with from you know, like I said, back when I was a teenager for Christ's sakes. And the you know the way that you got music was you know either at these shows. You know, or, you know, through, you know, mostly it was at the shows is where you got tapes or people that, you know, had them, you, you know, you recorded them or, you know, it got passed around through like, you know, word of mouth, we'll say, you know, yep. um, you know, and that's even how like shows were advertised. It was flyers and, you know, actual paper fucking flyers, not the ones that you make on Facebook, the real no, ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still physically do that. I print them off and I put them up anywhere I can. Anybody that, any place that'll take them. <laughs> I, um... It was a while ago. Somebody had posted a flyer from one of the shows that we had uh, done up on the hill in Raymond. And, um... You know, it, like... It, you know, really put it into perspective, you know, how far we've, we've come that, you know, pe people 
would cherish even those those flyers that we made. You know, we'd spin off thousands of them at you know Kinkos and stuff, and yeah. <laughs> you know you'd staple them to telephone poles. You'd be passing them out. You'd be sending people out with them. You'd put them anywhere you could. But people would even like cherish that, and yeah. because it's a it's a it's a token from a time where you know we all got together up in the woods with a bunch of awesome independent local music and rocked our faces off and um it's just you don't even really got the the flyers to keep for tokens nowadays you know I, I hear you. I mean, like I said, we still, I still do them though. You know, I, I don't know if they help. Much That's anymore. awesome. You know, I put them up in the stores, and I put them, like I said, put them anywhere I can. But anything that'll get another pers- person to one of our shows, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever I can. And then, you know, we have, you know, I put them up in the band rooms, the ones we, you know, one from every show, just to. That's awesome. Look back on it, say, remember that one, remember that one. And and, and as it should be, I mean. You know, I, I, uh, I mean, I know that a lot of times too that you know the whole uh, the digital thing does help, obviously, in getting the word out there. But um, you know, first of all, not everybody's um, on the internet, and even less people are, even though that they're they're home. A lot of people are straying away from Facebook and all that because it's like they feel dirty <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> and you know, it's just I, I dread even opening it up. It's like, oh man, what am I getting into? <laughs> but but it's one of them, you know, necessary evils. And like I, you know, was uh, talking with you um, uh, before, you know, like with with like uh, Spotify and um, stuff like that. Um, they they pay out the least, but they're they're one of the biggest platforms with the biggest right. audience so it's like it's a trade-off you know i mean you you are willingly kind of getting ripped off for your music but it's like a necessary evil you know exactly I mean, there's you know if like you break it down to like a thousand plays um you know per thousand say um spotify is giving you um you know, uh, uh, a buck eighty. You know, there's other oh. there's other platforms that are that are giving you ten. You know, this is you know I'm just using this for um, hypothetical, like an example. Um, that's that's the vast difference. And you know, there's other platforms that are paying almost ten times the amount for your for your music or for your plays. Granted, a lot of these platforms are more of a paid platform basis artists are kind of guaranteed a lot more um and they're a lot more higher brow to get into but the point being is um it's one of them necessary evils that you have to to get yourself out there and you know where um i've you know, shown a lot of evidence, and even I got a lot of the uh, the internal memos and stuff on how they they break down the music and stuff. Um, it's still you're you're there with big artists alike. It's you, there's a platform where where Joe Schmo, 
the artist can make an album and put it there next to a Katy Perry and a, and a Taylor Swift. If somebody puts you in that playlist, bam, there you go. Um, yeah. It, it, it's a pretty neat, you know, thing, the way it's set up. Um, it has its place, I guess, but I still think they could be doing a lot better, um, especially with, like, uh, URLs for the bands, and um, which is a you know, kind of a tiny tech gripe, but instead of it being gibberish when you go to, like, share your URL, you know, your link, it be something yeah. legible, you know, instead yeah. of... I mean, Spotify links look nefarious as fuck. I gotta be honest. I mean, so, it, a lot of times I don't want to click on them because I feel like I should be, like, really studying the whole link to make sure it's not crap, you know, that it's not something that's gonna attack my computer or something you know it's like Jesus Spotify you could do a lot better than that um, and um, again with paying out for bands I think they could be doing a lot better with the way that they because uh, they're making a lot of money on plays versus what they're getting what they're paying out you know with the ad revenue and all that they they play quite a lot of forced ads I uh I got to uh, experience Spotify with somebody over the weekend, and I was like, holy shit, they play a lot of ads, huh? <laughs> and, you know, that's how they're making their money. It's it's understandable. Yeah. So it's all these necessary evils with the digital market versus that physical where you could just buy the album <laughs> and not have to deal with that bullshit. You know, yeah. like when Spotify goes out, when they do an update or whatever, and then nobody can access their Spotify for a day. That you know, it's like there's all your music. Too bad you don't have like an actual copy of that album. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so um, so yeah, um, I think we've uh, we've about covered. Um, all the bases. Is there anything um, that uh, you would like uh, the peeps to uh, to know about? Uh, so, oh yeah, um, I had uh, I had asked you this before, but this is uh, this is interesting, and uh, I uh, wanted you to uh, explain to people the uh, the name Sonin because it's spelled P S O N E N. Um, explain explain uh, the name and where it comes from and all that. Alright, well up here in Maine we have uh, the Abenaki uh, Abenaki natives we would call, call them, I want to be politically correct um, and they have uh, mythology about all these creatures up here and uh, you know we found this on Wikipedia but um, so throughout the Abenaki mythology there's all these creatures that uh, that they believed in back in the day and um, Sonin is one of the creatures and Sonin the definition is uh, the eagle comes I believe the eagle comes from Mount Katahdin and spreads his wings and brings snow and we thought that was pretty cool so That's we awesome. picked that one yep and then there's our other song um, Fall of Azaban Azaban is another creature in there I forgot exactly he's, I think he's a trick, trickster spirit in there but this Abenaki mythology is it, it was really cool we thought it was it is really cool stuff I had learned yep. a, a little about the uh, Abenaki and stuff um, 
when I was younger in school, but it had been so long. So when when I like you know saw, I was like, wow, I gotta have him explain this because it is really neat and it's it's cool, uh, um, especially using um, you know stuff from the homeland, you know, right, um, right, and and Mount yeah. Katahdin. I remember. Um, that uh, that book uh, Lost in the Mountains of Maine about the kid that got lost Mount Katahdin yep. and we all read that book in school <laughs> you know if you live in Maine you know about that book but um, yep. that you know that's in, um, an intense survival story and um, uh, just uh, um, all around there's a, there's a lot of cool uh, mythology and stuff just in the uh, the native culture up there that's just really cool and I love how you you guys uh um, you know, took a hold of that because you know it's it's your homeland. Yeah, exactly. You gotta rep- represent, you know. Go <laughs> represent, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that that's you know that's pretty much where our, our artwork for our new album came out. It's got that it got sewn in right on the front of the eagle, and the the guy who did the artwork, um, and kill. It's A N D K I L L the dude from Indonesia that did the artwork for us and we're really psyched about that so and we find him on Facebook and stuff yeah found him right on Facebook and okay, he hooked cool. us up you know he's, he's, he did really good you know he turned it around and probably was five days and gave us wow. exactly what we wanted so yeah it that. is beautiful I I love that awesome job with the art I mean I know you you know but um obviously it's the way you uh wanted it to uh come out because uh holy shit that is it's awesome i love and again like the whole uh the way you guys did like you know your logo and stuff and um the way you work the ego that is really cool especially with what's behind it again back to the you know the whole mythology and thing it's just really cool how you worked all that in it's a great job thank thank you so um so yeah um, any, any anything else we should be uh, filling the uh, folks in? Ag- again, we can find your uh, um, new stuff over on the band camps. It releases July twenty third. July twenty third. Yep, and you can get hammer and hammer and anvil right now on there for free. And you can see our new lyric video it just came out yesterday. Yes, uh, Facebook that's right. Page. Yep, and uh, the guy who did that, we found him on Fiverr. And he did it. <laughs> awesome <job>. fiber, man. <laughs> awesome, awesome job for a really reasonable price. You know, I I do video production, and I've done our videos in the past, but I'm burnt out on it right now. So right, he did. He he stepped in, did the job, and he did things that I wouldn't even think of. And uh, I were you know we're really impressed with the video he did for us. So. And his name is I believe it's I don't know his real name honestly, but his. I think it's Marvin, but it's, he goes by Marvin Cam on Fiverr. So that's cool. Look for him, sure. He, he's looking for more work. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot, a, a lot of people are looking for work right now, and it's, um, you know, it's um, nice to be able to uh, support. You know, it's like supporting uh, the local farm stand or food market or whatever um, when you, you know, uh, you know try to get things done somewhat locally or independently um you know it helps more the uh the individual person than the uh the big companies will say 
Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, uh, yeah, and then once again, you guys are going to be doing um, Herd Flock September 18th. Now, what, what night are you guys playing? Still don't know yet. Um, they're, I think they're coming out with the flyer this, this weekend. That's the last I've heard. So you guys are just ready to, to play out. whenever. <laughs> yeah, we, we said, yeah, just put us on, we'll play whenever. <laughs> yeah, just tell me when. <laughs> tell me what time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, we'll find out this weekend, I believe. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and props again to uh, to John uh, Wagner. Yeah, and all John that. Wagner, definitely. Great job with all the work he's doing with that. And I can't even imagine putting on a, a show like that in this this time, you know, this day and age right now, what's going on. What balls he must have. <laughs> exactly. I mean, who else is doing it? Everybody else is canceling, and he's like, nope, this is happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, it's it's needed, man, and he knows that, and, and he knows how to throw on a show, and, um, you know, he knows how to uh, keep people safe and all that. He knows what he's doing, and uh, there couldn't be a better person doing this and if uh if there's any show that you uh that you go to um damn it um if you're up in the new england area or uh you know or you're like that you can just get a plane ticket get on up (laughs) to uh yeah herd flock september 18th through the 20th good times had by all richmond maine um i i always wanted to say it was uh Rockland, Maine, but it's it's no, Rich, no. it's Richmond, but um, but yeah, awesome stuff, um, yeah. Uh, what else? I think that's it. I think we covered it. You, they, you think that's it? I'm not sure. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it, it appears by my list. We are uh, we've about covered everything and then some. Uh, you know. Was, you know, what's your favorite color? Black. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Jesus. <laughs> you answered correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I got to say, man, um, I'm, uh, I'm glad we got to do this. Um, I know uh, we had... Uh, we had uh, done a done an attempt at it, and some things uh, went kind of went kind of south. So uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, we were able to uh, have a sit down. Now we'll be able to uh, check out um, this interview uh, later on. Anybody that uh, just popped in or uh, missed it or wants to uh, catch up at a later date, um, you can go. Uh, Check it out on um, Anchor.fm, as well as Spotify, Apple uh, Podcast, or Apple Music, whatever the hell they're calling it over there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and um, all all the other uh, big you know, podcasts, uh, Google Podcast, all those type places will have it all posted up over there as well. So um, shouldn't be without places to uh, listen to these two guys rant about music and where to find good stuff and be sad about the fact that you people don't like physical media no more. It makes me sad. I know. I know. I know. I has a sad right in my record collection. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
so yeah uh thank thank you again bro for for doing this and um i uh i wish you guys the the best of luck especially uh with this new release um i look forward to uh to checking it out and um you know telling everybody about it and blasting some uh some awesome. new sonin on the airwaves now uh we got we got some tunes um right here uh right now that uh well one you can uh you can only get um if you uh if you pre-order the album you can go check it out over there oh well you can go uh check out the lyric vid actually i'm totally lying it's not that behind bars <laughs> but um you can uh you can go check out the lyric vid and all that but we got another one here that uh is uh the clearing yes tell us yeah. uh tell us a little bit about these uh two songs real quick they rip. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Press play. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I can tell you. If I wanted one explanation, I'll think of my uh, my vocalist on here, Andy. He writes the lyrics. That yeah, you um I remember uh yeah, you saying how uh he, he comes in and does uh a lot of all the uh the lyric writing. That's real cool and he's yeah. quite the lyricist for sure. Yeah, he's very good. Um I talk about it but I can't do any justice. I'd rather him do it someday. So Yes, we will we will have to set that up. Um definitely uh I look forward, especially uh once things get back on track here a little bit and uh you guys uh really start getting rolling and get the uh the uh C D and everything out to peeps and uh we could talk about uh what's next for Sonin. Yep, and all the all the lyrics are on the on the band camp page for all the songs, so you can awesome. make your own own interpretation of each song as you listen. That's awesome. That is greatly appreciated. Yep, and it'll be in the CD too, the physical copies, right there for you. <laughs> That's awesome. Kick ass, man. Well, uh, thanks again, once again, for uh, hanging out with and uh, go over to their uh, Facebook. Go check them out over on the Bandcamps. Go order this album. And uh, for right now, um, let's check out some uh, new tunes from Sony. Thanks a lot for. Uh, for chilling out with me, bro. Thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks for all that you do, man. Appreciate it. Not a problem, man. My pleasure. You have a good one, brother. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
drug person can learn to cope with things like seeing their dead grandmother crawling up their leg with a knife in her teeth. But nobody should be asked to handle this trip. I want you to throw that fucking radio into some good one. Fuck, you going completely sideways now. That'll blast you right through the wall. You'll be stone dead in ten seconds. Fuck, that'll make me explain things, shut up. <laughs> Fucker!